You're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 350 of the So Wizard Podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Thunder Force. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Ray. What? Dude, if I had known that we would have made it to 350 episodes, I would have quit a long time ago. Oh, my God. You. Are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're going to talk a little bit of news, including the first trailer for Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and then we're going to review the newest movie on Netflix starring Melissa McCarthy, Thunder Force. Before we get into all that, how the hell is everyone doing? Everyone's favorite podcaster, Mark Ellis Reagans. <laughs> 350 episodes how you feeling uh i can't believe we made it this far this is uh it's kind of insane it's kind of insane yeah yeah i want to thank everyone for sending out the uh, kind words to me last week about me being a podcaster i appreciate it it doesn't change anything but i appreciate it (laughs) you really upset some people (laughs) well it, it, it works like this if if uh you me and arby were in junior high school right and we decided we wanted to make a band yep and i'm like all right, I'll play guitar, um, except for I only know like three chords. And then you will say, uh, all you need is three chords and an attitude, and you, you can be a band. That's how ACDC started. See? There you go. So you, me, and Aubrey, we form a band, you on bass, Aubrey on drums. We perform 349 weeks <laughs> in a row. <laughs> and then some other band is like, oh, we lost our guitarist. And I'm like, oh, I'll, I, I know how to play guitar. I've been doing it for 349 weeks. I'll, I'll join you. And then I go to their to rehearsal, and they're like playing scales, and all I have are my three chords and an attitude. That's when I'm like, holy shit, maybe I'm not a guitar player. <laughs> maybe you're just at a different level. Yes, exactly, at a different level. I will say that I can podcast. I would consider myself a podcaster. Boy, I can already, I can already read the emails coming in. <laughs> All right. Aubrey Litchfield, the queen of all nerds. How do you feel about 350 episodes? I'm surprised every day that people will listen to us. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are so uplifting. It's like a surreal thing, though. And, you know, even I think especially when they're, they're people you don't know and you're not friends with and stuff. That's always surprising. That's always the true goal is to expand beyond your friend base. So, And then everyone that listens is our friend now. All of you are our friends. That's right. That's true. So, Joey, I'm sure you thought of this way back in the beginning, right when uh, episode one dropped. You're like, oh, yeah, we're going all the way to 350. So how do you feel about it? I didn't think that at all. I didn't have a <laughs> ongoing plan <laughs> for anything, actually. Just take it as it comes. Oh, I'm happy we're here. This is great feel like uh, we do a good job every week and I'm happy that anybody would bother 
to spend the time and listen to us uh, talk about movies and goof around with each other. It's very strange sometimes to me that people do listen. But uh, hey, God bless you if you do. So thank you for listening. And we've been here for 350 straight weeks. And here's to 350 straight more. <laughs> I was going to say here's to five more. But yeah, okay, we'll go with your number. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, not to spoil the rest of the show, but what a way to celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> but enough about us, Marcellus. Let's talk about us. And why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right, so everybody can go over to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. Uh, you'll also find some movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, you'll find some recommendations on new movies, books, and TV shows from the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. Uh, you'll also find our merchandise there. We have a tea public store where you can shop to get some t-shirts, sweatshirts, journals, coffee mugs, baby onesies, all types of things with the So Wizard Podcast logo and designs all over it. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, so definitely get at us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find our show wherever podcasts are found, including Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, my personal favorite, Spotify. We have a YouTube page with videos going up constantly from Adam Mollyhawk, including movie reviews, trailers, uh, trailer reactions, and interviews. Uh, we have a Patreon page where you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month, and you will be receiving bonus content and exclusive content from everyone here at the show. Shout out to all of our podcasting family in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. What is this? Stop it! Don't open that door! What is it? What is this? What is it? <laughs> All right, well, I guess we've got news to talk about, so let's drop the drop and let's talk the news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. All right, so this week in nerdy news, uh, we had a little bit of casting news that dropped this week. Uh, our favorite uh, Lady of Dragons, Mother of All Dragons, uh, Amelia Clark, has joined the cast of Secret Invasion, a Marvel Secret Invasion. Uh, they did announce that a little while ago when they were doing uh, the big TV show announcements. Uh, you might remember it stars Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn. Reprising their roles, uh, but Amelia Clark is the one that just joined. She's also going to be co-starring with Olivia Coleman, who was announced last week, and Kingsley Ben Adair, who you might have seen or you might remember from playing Malcolm X in um, One Night in Miami, which was amazing, and he's amazing. With Amelia Clark's announcement, I realized that other than Sam Jackson, this whole cast is pretty British. So I don't know what uh, what's going on there, but I don't know. It's good to have her in the MCU because uh, she's adorable, and I'm looking forward to seeing what Secret Invasion is all about. Uh, but let's go to our resident Amelia Clark expert, Joey. What do you think about this casting? Oh uh, well, I'm pretty excited. Uh, too bad she isn't cast as my girlfriend. 
that would be the casting for me. But yeah, I'm down for anything she wants to do. I'll even watch that fucking Christmas movie. <laughs> it's awful. But uh, yeah, she's, is it? She, she's adorable in it, though. She's absolutely adorable. Well, there is. Need, need I say more? Uh, maybe I'll join some creepy uh, Facebook groups about her. People just post random like screenshots and blurry pictures of her, and people talk about her armpits. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have no idea what character she's playing. I know this is going to be slightly toned down from the comics, so this isn't going to be some kind of crazy um, universe-wide event, but more going to be about like Nick Fury and uh, Talos hunting down scrolls that are personating people so i'm interested to see who she plays and it's funny that literally last night before uh this was announced on twitter uh swo productions had tagged us in a tag about what actors and actresses we'd want to see in the mcu and she was my number one pick (laughs) (laughs) so i got my wish i wish i could speak some some other stuff into the universe like winning lottery tickets and stuff but i guess we'll take hot chicks and marvel so there you go you didn't waste it my friend we're we're all we're all (laughs) gonna be excited for that all right, Aubrey, what about you? How do you feel about our girl, Amelia Clark, joining the MCU? I mean, I like her, so that's exciting. I can't wait to see what she's going to play. What would you like to see her as? I mean, we already saw her as the Queen of Dragons going through all types of different emotions, but what would you like to see her be in in, uh, in a new TV show? I don't know. She should be the uh, new Quasar, uh, female Quasar, Phylavel. Nope, that went right over my head. Is Quasar, is that who uh, Daisy was playing in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? No. <laughs> Quasar is a uh, cosmic-powered um, superhero, has uh, quantum bands, kind of uses them like uh, like their yellow energy that he kind of uses like Green Lantern. Okay. But it was a pretty awesome uh, late 80s comic book. And then his sister took over. Was it his sister? I got, I can't remember, but yeah, a, a female version took over and her name. That was, I think it was captain Marvel's like third daughter or something, but yeah, it, it was a really cool character that was in uh, the 2008, like guardians of the galaxy comics that inspired the movie and a bunch of those events around that. So she mostly makes a big giant sword out of the energy. It's really cool. So it would work. She's short. She's blonde. She's hot. She'll look good in skin tight uh, spandex. Do it. There you go. There you go. Uh, I don't know. I think she has a really good comedic sense of humor. She was really adorable. And uh, other than the Christmas movie, she was adorable. And um, oh, God, I can't remember the name of it. Some movie where she was like a nurse who was helping a guy in a wheelchair. Uh, I want to say it's like Me Without You is the name of it. And um, that was the first like role that I saw her other than Terminator, which she was awful in that movie. But um, it was the first role I saw her in. Where I'm like, oh, my gosh, she, she can actually act like she's really, really good. Um, being all serious on Game of Thrones is just one aspect of her. She's really bubbly and cute. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Hope she, hope she does a good job. All right. So then, speaking of casting news, we also got a little bit of casting on the new. Can we, I have to say this with a straight face? Uh, they're making a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie, and it's going to be starring Vin Diesel. <laughs> now, uh, you might remember Rock'em Sock'em Robots, uh, the toy, the Blue guy with the arms that uh, in like a boxing position and a, versus the red guy with the arms in a boxing position or red or orange. And, you know, there are buttons that you press and, you know, they have to try to knock each other's head so that it goes up. Uh, whoever does that is the winner. It's an old plastic toy from when I want to say me and Joey were kids. It might have been out of 
out of print or out of um, they might not have made it anymore when Aubrey was born. But uh, yeah, we're getting a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie starring Vin Diesel. Aubrey, are you familiar with this toy? And uh, what do you think about this uh, casting news? I am, and I think that this is the stupidest idea I've heard yet. Really? Really? There's nothing in there that would make you, uh, that would interest you at all, with Vin Diesel being uh, in charge of like a giant robot fighting another giant robot. I figured that would be right up your alley. Uh, it is, but I think that a Rock'em Sock'em robot movie is stupid. And we already saw how Pixels went, so I don't, I don't think that this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you remember that scene in Toy Story where the two guys like fight each other? Two Rock'em Sock'em robots fight each other? That's, that scene always cracked me up. So I'll, <laughs> I'll take two hours of that. Um, Joey, what about you, man? How do you feel about them making a movie out of this property? Fuck me. I didn't even remember Pixels was a movie. Thanks, Aubrey. I forgot that existed. <laughs> Colin has it on DVD for some reason. I don't, I don't know. I've never seen it. I've never seen that movie. Yikes. That'll be our, our next round of appearances on TV Travis's show. I'll, I'll make him watch Pixels with me. <laughs> that poor man. Um, so this, I agree, sounds like the dumbest shit on the planet. And um, is it going to be in the Real Steel cinematic universe, Mark Allen? God, I hope so. I love Real Steel. I love that movie so much. Really? <laughs> my roommate came home uh, when I was watching the end of it, and I have like tears in my eyes. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, seriously. All right. Remember what I said earlier? You're not a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a really bad movie watcher. That's all. That's right. <laughs> I've watched Roller Gator and I didn't cry at Real Steel. Come on. Uh, yeah, this sounds stupid. Um, it'll probably never happen. If it does, it'll be really, really dumb. So uh, as long as it's about family, I guess Vin Diesel's involved. So hopefully they will be like the Blue Robots family or something. I, I don't know. But yeah, this sounds god awful. And I don't want anything to do with it. So the only thing I remember about Real Steel is that it debuted on Showtime and there was a Strike Force event that night and they played the prelims and then Real Steel debuted and then I had to wait through like that <laughs> fucking like two and a half hour movie to watch the rest of the fights that night and it was really annoying. Um, that's the only thing I know about Real Steel. So fuck that movie and wow. fuck uh, Vin Diesel and Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Wow. All right. So number one, I stand by Real Steel. I will stand by that. <laughs> <laughs> number two, uh Giant robots fighting each other in like a boxing setting. I again, I figured this is right up Joey's alley, but boxing giant robots. I guess that's just not not the thing. Um, number three, I'm giving it three stars. I'm just letting you know right now, right off the bat. <laughs> it's almost it's as good as Bloodshot. Exactly. Vin Diesel in a sci-fi um, action movie automatically gets three stars. It starts at three stars. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think Real Steel is a good good robot boxing movie, so I enjoy it. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. All right. So, then uh, the last bit of news is finally, uh, after months and months of blurry leaked pictures, we finally got a good image of Shang-Chi's costume. They dropped a poster this week. And then, like, right after that, they dropped the trailer. So, we got our look at some first footage of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings coming out September 3rd of this year. So I'm going to have to figure out how to uh, break away from Dragon Con to go see it. But uh, yeah, what would you guys think of the trailer? Let's go back to Joey. 
You're not going to Dragon Con. You're crazy. What are you talking about? Dragon Con. Are they Con's... even having that this year? It's totally happening this year. All right. Uh, I guess I'll add to the list of all the other events I want to go to this year that aren't happening. <laughs> I'll see you at New York Comic Con <laughs> in my dreams. Uh, um, so Shang-Chi, I've been waiting and 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 waiting for any look at this movie. Um, the uh, the main actor, I don't know how to pronounce his name, so I'm not going to embarrass myself, um, shared a like fight slash stunt uh, demo reel on his Twitter, I don't know, almost probably almost a year ago at this point, and it looked amazing. So I'm really excited for this movie. The trailer looked pretty good. Uh, I'm not going to say it was phenomenal. It wasn't jaw-dropping. Uh, the fight when he was on the train looked great. Um, I'm sorry, Paul, from the countdown, but I am a huge Aquafina fan. <laughs> I have a massive crush on her. So um, I'm glad she's in the movie. <laughs> So she's starting to become the go-to person to be any in any movie with an Asian person. <laughs> yeah. And it's so hopefully she doesn't get typecast, but I think uh, she's great and I think she's uh, very cute. So I, I am glad she's in the movie. I'm excited. Looks great. Can't wait. I uh, just, I almost don't want to see anymore. I'm sure there'll be t- one or two more trailers. I don't want to see too much more. Uh, the fights that we got to see looked great. And uh, I'm really excited to see, this different type of movie take place in the MCU. And we saw a little bit of Wusha um, action and we saw some regular uh, karate action. So I'm good, man. Let's, let's fucking do this. Bring it on. I remember when I showed you the poster when it was released and you're like, this is like shit. <laughs> I you, know. It didn't look, it's just, well, I mean, what is there to do? It's, it's Shang-Chi in a red shirt. Right. <laughs> it doesn't have an exciting costume. It's, it's not fucking Iron Man. You know? <laughs> That's true. It's a guy in a red shirt. <laughs> I was I thought the sleeves looked a little strange. I thought it was odd to have him with like short sleeves until I saw like the ten rings and I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense. So uh yeah, I'm psyched. I'm psyched. Um Aubrey, how did you react to this trailer? What did you think of this footage? Um, I don't really know much about Shang-Chi. Uh so to me this just looks like a regular action movie, which is super boring. What? I'm excited to see what else comes out and maybe like a little bit more story to it is going to be what hooks me. But for now, it's not something that's in my wheelhouse. So it's it's just not something that's going to pull me in. You're lucky I don't have the Buddhist man drop at the ready. (laughs) All right. Well, it is coming out September 3rd, so we're definitely going to go see it. Definitely going to react to it. Obviously. Uh, Obviously. I, I think it does have a little bit of a, not just because it's in San Francisco, but it does have a little bit of an Ant-Man type of feel. It's like more of like the B-level MCU movies, which is cool. and has a great cast. It, there's definitely scenes of the real Mandarin like on his throne in front of the symbol of the Ten Rings that I thought I thought was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, I love Aquafina too. I think she's fantastic. Um, she's definitely going to get overexposed, I think. But, you know, whatever. I, I'll, I'll take her for now while we all still like her. And next year, we can all hate her because you know that's coming. She can't be worse than Bell Snickle, kid. <laughs> yeah, see? Everyone used to love that kid. Deadpool 2, everyone loved that kid. You know, fuck that kid. <laughs> all right. So then in other news, that means nothing to anyone except for me. Um, but I, I have to throw it out there. Uh, they announced that uh, Downton Abbey Part 2 is coming out this Christmas. <laughs> uh, being a huge fan of the show and of the movie, this tickled me uh, to no end. I love Downton Abbey. I'm ready for Part 2. It's coming out Christmas of 2021. It's coming out this year, so 
bring it on. Uh, and that's it. That's all I got for the news. All right. Abby's about to show you bitches how she does it downtown. And, uh, <laughs> all right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to review Thunder Force. My name is Nicholas Haskins, and I'd like a moment of your time to tell you about the fifth annual live stream for the cure. To do that, I brought along two people whom I couldn't do this event without, Gerald Morris and Dan Brennick. Over the past four years, the live stream for the cure has raised over $30,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. That contribution is helping to fund research into cancer immunotherapy, training the body's immune system to fight all forms of cancer. This year, we're aiming for our biggest goal yet as we try to raise $15,000 in 50 hours on the air. Tune in May 19th through the 23rd as we're joined live by podcasters and content creators from around the world. With your help, we can continue the fight for a future immune to cancer. Together, we can make a difference. And we are back. All right, guys. We all had a chance to watch this movie. Now, full disclosure, we are going to review Mortal Kombat this week. That was what was originally on the schedule. But uh, Warner Brothers decided to push that back. So that was opening up this week. We had question marks for the longest time. We put it up to Aubrey, which she wanted to watch. And uh, this was one of the choices. It's a brand new movie on Netflix starring Melissa McCarthy and uh, Octavia Spencer. And, and I chose it simply to make Joey mad. Right. <laughs> and uh, I understand. So uh, we all had a chance to see it. We're going to give you our impressions. And then we'll play the spoiler drop, delineating spoilers. If you haven't seen it, you can bounce and you'll know what we thought. If you have seen it, stick around and we'll go in a little more depth. But first, Aubrey, what is Thunder Force about? Two childhood best friends reunite as an unlikely crime-fighting superhero duo when one invents a formula that gives ordinary people superpowers. All right. So I guess we'll get started with our thoughts. Marcellus, what did you think of Thunder Force? I thought this one of the, was one of the most entertaining superhero movies I've seen like in years. Uh, I thought it fucking joking me right now. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. This movie is trash. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to come to your house, take your equipment, and not let you be a podcast. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Melissa McCarthy. I mean, I love her. Uh, I loved her on the Gilmore Girls. I think she does have, she has the capability of being funny, uh, you know, in the right right script, right director. But like I said, one like her movies, I never ever want to get up and walk out of a movie theater. But usually when I see her movies in the theater, I, I usually – that's usually the urge. And I was hoping this one would be better. Turns out it's not. It's kind of the same. Except for I was at home, so I couldn't, like, leave my house. All right. All right. Aubrey, what about you? Um. So this has really bad reviews across the board. It did, it's at a 4.4 on IMDb. It's a 23 on Rotten Tomatoes and a 34 on Metacritic. And um, – that is exactly what it is. <laughs> it is not good. That's what it deserves, right? Yeah, which is surprising because normally you see like a little bit of difference between the three ratings. Um, and some people, the like one of them will be oddly high and the others will be kind of lower or they'll be like mid-range. And across the board, 
this movie has bad reviews and and it really does live up to that hype. I was waiting for uh you get with you what you fucking deserve Joker sound drop to come in. <laughs> <laughs> it made me sad because I do like Octavia Spencer and I do like Melissa McCarthy, but I feel like Octavia Spencer kind of slept walk through this movie. <laughs> well, it made me sad too, Aubrey. Made me very sad. Uh, This movie sucks ass. This movie sucks giant hairy man ass. This movie sucks. Fuck this movie. This is the worst movie I've seen all year. This is worse than Willy's Wonderland. I hate everything about this movie. Fuck this movie. Thank you. Somewhere all of the podcasters around the world that you made watch horrible movies are like all like clapping right now. (laughs) They're like, yes, revenge. (laughs) <laughs> like uh shao khan says in mortal kombat annihilation this is glorious <laughs> <laughs> all right well we got to review it regardless of what we thought for impressions so let's jump into it let's drop the spoiler drop and let's spoil thunder force spoiler alert i had seen the future and i had to prevent it all right, guys, we're going to start with things we liked. Um, it might not be much, but Marcellus, what were some things you liked about Thunder Force? Yeah, so I liked that uh, it started off with comic book panels just to give you an idea of the world that we're entering. It's definitely going to be a quote-unquote comic book movie. So that I liked. Uh, I liked that it took place in Chicago, even though it didn't really look like Chicago. And they went overboard with the sports memorabilia because everything had like a Cubs or a bears logo on it it's kind of overkill but that's the cheap way of saying yes this is quote unquote taking place in chicago i thought jason bateman was hilarious i thought every scene he was in was really good uh even though he's just paying he's just playing jason bateman he does a really good job at it and he actually is able to elevate the 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 dialogue in the the comedy um there was one really funny scene or one that i thought was funny was uh towards the end when um Melissa McCarthy's character like busts into uh, Octavia Spencer's office and uh, she's like apologizing and she's like, oh, you know, at least I'm not, uh, you know, a jerk like, you know, this that guy, Tom, who just blah, 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 blah. And then uh, Octavia Spencer's like, Tom, I'm gonna have to call you back. <laughs> not knowing that he was on speakerphone. That I actually thought was really funny. That's like one of the jokes that it wasn't an awkward joke. It was like a legit setup payoff punchline joke. And there was also a running joke of um, the daughter not knowing who Urkel was or uh, not knowing who Nell was. And um, Melissa McCarthy does her Nell impression, which I thought was really funny. But yeah, other than that, that's uh, that's everything that I liked. I didn't have anything else. <laughs> All right, Aubrey, anything you liked about the movie? I did like Jason Bateman. I thought he was the only good actor in this movie. I liked the Old Bay joke. Even he looked kind of tired, though, in this movie, but he did a good job forcing it. I did like some of the humor early on with Melissa McCarthy, like where she's eating the cereal and she's like, is this a cereal or milk? Cereal or milk? And she just like pours beer in it. So that like that I did find funny. And I liked them as kids. I thought that they were really funny as kids. 
Okay. Oh, and I liked the grandmother and how the grandmother was like, oh, finally, <laughs> you're, you're together. And then like takes out this wedding, to- this wedding cake topper that she had made years ago. I forgot about that. I agree. I thought that was actually pretty funny, too. That's it, though. Yeah, that's it. There, There's nothing else good about this movie. All right. Well, I know I said I hated this movie and everything about it sucks, but um, there were a couple things. I will agree that Jason Bateman is at least having fun. I don't think everything he did was funny at all. But out of everything in the movie, if I had to pick something that I liked, I would say he at least showed up to set to have fun. I didn't mind the beginning of the movie when they were kids. In fact, I think if the movie had just stayed with them as kids, maybe been like more of a kid's movie with a little bit of an edge. It was actually almost, almost enjoyable. I was, I was watching it when they were kids in the beginning of the movie. And what's that Mark? Like 10, 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Probably like the first 15. And I was like, wait a minute, this is not, hellishly bad and i've heard nothing but bad stuff from people about it so i mean i have a friend of mine who and i i I posted on facebook that i was watching it and that it was terrible and i have a friend of mine that commented on the post that they're they have a friend that worked on the movie and their friend can't even finish watching it so um (laughs) hey as long as long as the check clears that's all that matters that's right cash the check but that was really about it. You know, I was really surprised at those first 15 minutes. I was like, oh, wait, maybe this isn't as bad. And then it just immediately like veers off into like God awfulness. But um, that was about it. They're really um, uh, Mantis is still is still hot. Um, yes, I forgot about that. Her and her missing eyebrows. She's adorable. Yes. <laughs> I like that. She was very strange, but that was fine. But otherwise, yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing from this movie. So let's do it. Let's go to bad. Marty Callis. Tell us what you didn't like about Thunder Force. All right. So 90% of the jokes in this movie are all awkward jokes. They're like jokes that are supposed to go, oh, look how awkward this is. And let's just, you know, keep it going. And none of those jokes work. Just because something's awkward doesn't make it funny. And they haven't quite figured that out yet. So when 90% of your jokes are that, it really, you know... It gets really annoying. It makes the a, a sharply, uh, even a middling, well written joke seem like amazing at that point. So she, they very clearly set up that she has a job at the beginning, um, and then she becomes a superhero, uh, Melissa McCarthy. What happened to her job? Did she just quit? Does she get paid for being a superhero? Uh, is it like a Falcon and um, Winter Soldier thing where she has to go and apply for loans? Like I, I, I don't understand. How did the CIA know? that that store was going to get robbed to send Thunder Force out there. And if they knew it was going to get robbed, why didn't they just call the cops? Uh, (laughs) And then where are all of the cops in the city? Like there's one scene with police. I think they set up this whole thing with um, Octavia Spencer's daughter being kind of a, a nerd and, you know, graduating from college, not really having a boyfriend. And they set up like her, they set up Octavia Spencer's assistant, Jesse, and I'm like, oh, clearly they're aiming to put these two together. These two young, attractive people are going to wind up, you know, flirting or something. He disappears like halfway through the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, where the fuck did Jesse go? He's gone. They never explain why the CIA agent. He went to work for Monarch and Godzilla versus Kong. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, they never explained why uh, the CIA agent that was helping him, why she teamed up with the bad guy. And then once it was established that she had, oh, spoilers, obviously. Once it was established that she was working with them, the daughter knocks her out, but then they never say what happened to her. Like you never see her get arrested. She just kind of, they just knocked her in the head, knock her out, and then she's gone for the rest of the movie. Yeah. And and there's like a vomit scene at the end that was stupid. There is a congratulations scene where they're like posing in front of like the citizens of Chicago and everyone's clapping that went on for way too fucking long. Yeah, this movie, it, it it's painful. It's very, very painful and not that funny. <laughs> Excellent. All right, Aubrey, what about you? Things you did not like. Um, this movie is hellishly bad. There's, I mean, it, most of it is not even funny at all. And I don't like the, the jokes of like Melissa McCarthy's character because she's not smart is just like this useless human being. I don't, I don't like that joke. I also don't like that. Like she says words wrong all the time and she plays up being stupid. I don't like that at all. I don't like the storyline is really stupid. Don't like that. So I, I just, I don't think the, the humor doesn't, doesn't hit for me at all. And it makes this movie feel unbelievably long. All right. All right. Well, for me, my friends, uh, right up front, the movie is not funny at all. I don't know. I know I have a weird sense of humor. I know we've established that across 350 weeks of this podcast of a strange sense of humor, but none of this humor like hit like at all. Um, a lot of it seemed ad libbed. I don't know if it seemed that way to you guys, but like it had this weird vibe. Like there wasn't really a script and they were like, yeah, you're going to talk to Octavia Spencer and her daughter and you're going to make some references they don't understand. And then just like, just go, go with it. And it just felt like every scene like went on too long and it wasn't funny. And like, she's just like making sarcastic quips that don't go with anything. And it's like, Oh, we're in my car and I'm going to make these jokes about Glenn Fry. And it's like, <laughs> what? Like, like none of this is funny, like at all. And like the tone of the movie was all over the place. So like, is it a straight up like wacky comedy or is it just having some humor, but it's still like a superhero adventure movie. Like it never, ever went, fully in one direction so it just was a complete mess like and i don't like that kind of humor because you have to be on like like yes okay so in the original ghostbusters the majority of bill murray's lines that were the best lines in the movie are fucking ad-libbed but guess what that guy's a living legend he's not fucking melissa mccarthy (laughs) who sucks and is not funny so that's the difference like if you have somebody that like Robin Williams, you know, the people that are like on a whole other plane of existence and can pull this shit out of their ass. Fantastic. But you can't do that with people who can't do it. And obviously Melissa McCarthy can't. So stop doing this in these movies. It was a lot like Ghostbusters, uh, Ghostbusters 2016. A lot of the humor was the same way. It seemed like it was all just ad libbed and weird scenes that went on way too long. And I know that was a different director, but it was the same vibe and it really sucked. It's just not good. Yeah, I just I just don't I don't care about the characters. I don't care about the story. The story barely made sense. And it, like you said, Aubrey, it was excruciating because it's not funny and you don't care. So now it's just like like punishment. Like I pushed I kept pushing up on the remote to see how much time was left. And it was like, oh, 
I've only been watching this for 20 minutes. I've only been watching this for 15 minutes. I've only been watching this for 40 minutes. And then it felt like the movie climaxed. And then it was like, there's still an hour left. Jesus Christ. It seemed like it was never going to end. This movie is terrible. So, uh, yeah, that, I pretty much hated everything about this movie, except the very few things I said were good. Uh, when, whatever the fuck that was where they were in the store and then she had a dance sequence with, uh, <laughs> right. Jason Bateman was like, I just wanted, I just, I honestly, I contemplated shutting it off and just telling you guys, I don't want to fucking watch this. You can, you can record a review without me and I'll come back for the outro. No like, way. I'll, I'll be no way. If, if Aubrey is requesting it, you have to watch it. Oh, I know. I was going <laughs> to still watch it. You know, I'm not an idiot, but like uh, it was that was painful. Like I, that was almost a breaking point where I was like, fuck this movie. I'm not finishing it. But mm. I did. But it's still terrible. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I pretty much hated it. So the end. Uh, that's what I got. So mm. I guess <laughs> we're going to have to wrap it up before we tap it up and get a score for the movie. Uh, zero to five with five being the best and zero being the worst. Aubrey, what do you have for Thunder Force? Um, I'm going to give it a one simply for Jason Bateman. All right. Mark Ellis. Yeah, there's a lot of wasted opportunity here. Um, I disagree with you on Melissa McCarthy. I think she can be funny with a good script. Um, unfortunately, she lets her husband write most of these scripts and he has not quite found his niche yet. Um, one day he will, hopefully, uh, but it's not this one. So, uh, yeah, I'm also going to give this one a one. All right. Well, like I said on Facebook, Markellis, uh, on my personal account, uh, imagine not only making shitty movies, but you're also have to be married to Melissa McCarthy. Um, I love who, Melissa McCarthy. I don't know who that guy pissed off in a prior <laughs> life, but fuck him. If these are the movies he's going to make, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm giving this a half star out of uh, five. And I think this could be the worst movie I've seen all year. I may have to think about Willie's Wonderland a little bit more, but at the very least, Willie's Wonderland had that really hot blonde girl in it. So dude, I'd, I'd, I'd much rather watch Willie's Wonderland like 10 times <laughs> than watch this movie again. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So, I mean, this could, this is, this is pretty much the worst movie I've seen this year at this point. So one half star to me, not one and a half. A single half of a star for me out of five. And that's going to do it. That is our review of Thunder Force available now on Netflix in case you hate your eyes. So let us finish up this week's episode and get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, what do you got? Recommend everybody check out TV's Travis. Um, I'm on this week. It is the only time I've ever guest starred on anything. So... Check it out. <laughs> yeah, and that is found by going to tvstravis.com, and there's the links to his podcasts there. Um, he just had me on two weeks ago where I watched Jaws for the first time. Last week was Adam doing a Tom Hanks movie called News of the World that I've never even heard of before, so whatevs. And this week, Aubrey, you watched what? Better Off Dead. <laughs> oh boy, one of my favorite I movies. So I, 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 I can't wait to hear it. And that is a very rare guest appearance from Aubrey somewhere. So definitely check that out. Now, Markellis, you're going to be on there next week reviewing what? Uh, I'm going to be reviewing Bloodshot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, no, I'm finally going to be uh, reviewing Event Horizon. 
Awesome. So yeah, that's uh, all those episodes current and future are available on tvstravis.com. So go check it out. There's links to iTunes and other podcast players on there as well. Mark Ellis, what do you got? Uh, so I want to recommend a couple of things. Uh, number one, we have another sale on our Public store this week. Uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, merchandise is up to 35% off. So I'll get you some Soul Wizard swag. Look good for the summer. Uh, the other thing I want to recommend is a short Netflix special um, about Chadwick Boseman that's uh, streaming right now. Um, it's only about like a half an hour, but it talks about uh, uh, just about the actor himself. And it includes a lot of clips of uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, if you haven't seen that movie, it's amazing. Uh, but this uh, half an hour special will give you a really good uh, look into his process and uh, especially on that movie and shows a lot of scenes from that movie. It's called Chadwick Boseman Portrait of an Artist uh, and it's streaming right now on Netflix. All right. Well, I will suggest that you guys go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. That's at youtube.com backslash Podcast. As Mark said earlier, there's tons of free exclusive content there. Adam has been pumping out those interviews with uh, some creatives, including actresses, actors, and directors. There's um, trailer reactions, unboxings, so much more on the YouTube channel. It's a great supplemental piece to the podcast. So if you listen to the show and you like it, check it out. Don't forget our Patreon at patreon.com backslash Podcast. You can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive episodes and more. This month is going to be our Oscar predictions, which will probably not be out until after the Oscars, but you'll at least know what we predicted. And <laughs> it will be out before the Oscars. Boy, and there will be uh, some of my own little mini-sodes where I talk about stuff we're not going to review on the show. I'll probably be chatting up some Attack on Titan and some other things. And we get our Star Wars video podcast, which is me and Adam and sometimes Aubrey and other guests uh, talking Star Wars. So, yes, please give us some money on Patreon. It greatly helps the show. And, uh, yeah, uh, my suggestion is to go on Disney Plus and watch... Falcon and the Winter Soldier, because that, my friends, programming note is going to be what we'll be talking about next week on the podcast. We'll have a full review of the first and maybe only season of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then in two weeks, we'll be reviewing Mortal Kombat. So get yourself ready for some awesome content coming down the pipe. Aubrey, anything you want to say for 350 episodes before we go? Um, it's. It doesn't seem real. <laughs> oh, it's real. It's damn real. Mark Ellis, any words for the listeners at 350 episodes? Uh, yeah, I do feel like Warner Brothers kind of sabotaged this week's episode <laughs> by shifting a Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, so I'm always going to hold them a little bit responsible for that. But, you know, they made Speed Racer, so I'll, you know, I might let it slide. Uh, I would just want to thank everyone for listening to the show. No, thanks for rocking with us. We definitely appreciate it, whoever you are. Definitely. Uh, yeah. So as we like to say all the time, people listen to the show, listen to the show all over the globe. It's crazy. It's humbling. And we greatly appreciate it. I'm not going to sit here for hours and shout out everybody and our friends and everything. We'll save that for maybe a little later in the summer when we hit our seven-year anniversary. 
but yeah, man, it's, it's great. And it's, it's humbling. Like I said, to see people listening to the show and listening to us talk about movies and crazy news and other nonsense. So we love you guys. Thank you so much. So that's going to do it for episode 350 in a row of the So Wizard podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Too long and thanks for all the fish. And the expert. I'm just going to. Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. I'm just going to start munching on some raw chicken because, baby, I like it raw. Everybody have a good week. Wakanda forever. All right, guys. We'll see you next week for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Just want to say rest in peace to DMX. Rest in peace to Black Rob. Guilty, guilty, guilty. Black Lives Matter, my friends. See you next week. Good journey. <laughs>